Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achieving Clarity Podcast with me, Ben Morley. I hope this finds you doing well. The two friends were walking on a crisp Colorado fall day down by the lake. It was their third lap around the water when Andrew finally asked the question he had been carrying. What should I do with my life? Finally releasing these pent-up words brought him to tears. I am 44 years old and I have no idea if I am doing the right thing. His friend Jerry responded, Andrew, no one knows if they are doing the right thing. No one. Whatever story you have been telling yourself about how you have failed, whatever should you have been carrying about having it all figured out by now, that is all just crap. Stories told to you by an outdated version of yourself. Versions of conversations like this play out in countless settings around the world. Just give me the steps I need to follow to have the life I want. How do I get the girl? How do I get the guy? How do I get customers? How do I convince people to hire me? How do I build a business? How do I raise money? How do I hire people? How do I fire people? All genuine important questions, but really all a proxy for the deeper existential questions. Am I doing it right? Is it supposed to feel this confusing? Will I ever feel safe, warm, and happy? Where do I belong? What do I want from this life? Am I worth it? Have I earned my place on this planet, in this life? And of course, if my life is not unfolding as I expected, then what am I doing? The feeling can often be to want to just strip everything away, anything that is not myself, to the bare essence of me, just so I can figure out what path I should take. It is a feeling I personally am well aware of. So many of us want to know that we are making progress, that there is a path, and that we are on it. It is curious how we can all be so desperate wanting to move up and to the right in the chart of life. We are convinced that any motion that is not straight, direct, up and to the right is somehow not part of the path. What if being lost is part of the path? What if we are supposed to tack across the surface of the lake, sailing into the wind, instead of wishing it was only at our backs? What if feeling lost, directionless, and uncertain of the progress is an indicator of growth? What if it means you are exactly where you need to be, on the pathless path? We all want it. Movement in our days that demonstrates that our experience is meaningful that it is taking us someplace, a place where we are smarter, richer, healthier, less afraid, more secure, up, up, and to the right. We live in a world that says anything less is a failure. 
Up and to the right, we are told, is where the happy people are. That is where the people who never fear, never fail, never struggle, live. Our economy is driven by the sense that where we are at, down and to the left, is awful and if we buy the right soap, drive the right car, build the right company, love the right way, we will be safe and loved and happy forever and ever and ever. We look to those who seem serene and content, the embodiment of up and to the right, but we fail to see the struggles they have lived through. We project onto them our wishes and expectations of reaching that point where all things are at peace and we never ever have bodily odor. Everyone else's journey is so much easier. Everyone else's business is so much more successful. And if only someone, you, would show me the steps on the path, you would give me a map, then I can get there too. But... A map is a poor substitute for a life lived. The irony, of course, is that up and to the right, as appealing as it is when we are down and to the left, can be a place of separation. It can be a place where, were we to achieve it all, may be where we find ourselves utterly alone. Looking back at my life, I cannot draw a straight up and to the right line defining my path, no matter how hard I try. I've come to understand this is the pathless path, and it defies not only the messages of our economy, it defies the daily and relentless propaganda of social media. Friends, especially those in their 20s, confound themselves not only by holding themselves to some unrealistic standard of a non-messy, straightforward unfolding of their lives, but by comparing their internal mass of contradictions, confusion, and uncertainty with the happy lives they see posted on Instagram. It is vital to cut through the fog of useless and constant comparison in which we inevitably come up short, less than, and therefore broken and unworthy of love. Newsflash. TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook lie. The path to a purpose-grounded life can be messy, muddy, rock-strewn, and slippery. Oh, we can try to play along, but then playing along without being true to ourselves can feel like slowly dying inside, where truths are quashed, squashed and squeezed to fit into someone else's preconception of what it means to be a good spouse, an entrepreneur, CEO, good girl, good boy, worthy of love, safety, and belonging. In these moments of clarity, you need to make the choice to leap across the chasm, the false chasm, the one that falsely tells us our story is uniquely bad or different that our story is just further evidence of our lack of progress up and to the right. Leaping this chasm of lies can enable us to leave behind the old identity, unlearning all that can confine us, all that restricts us, and all that entraps us. By achieving this clarity, you can discover who you are now, casting aside the need to know who you will be 
later. This path to clarity requires standing still, radically inquiring within, learning to bear the pain of uncertainty. This new direction requires discovering your purpose, feeling your way into that aliveness, requires clambering up rocky cliff faces, leaping chasms, tucking oneself deeper and deeper into clefts of your true self. It demands the willingness to step into the unknown. What would it feel like to let go of the need to know what your plan will be? What would it feel like if incremental progress that was directionally correct were enough? What would it feel like to tack across the surface of that lake instead of heading out for the other side, fully intending to make it in the shortest time possible? Joseph Campbell said the pursuit of purpose and meaning is really a pursuit of aliveness and of rapture. I like that. I do not know how we can be fully alive when we spend all this energy damping down and rejecting the various parts of ourselves. But aliveness can come about only after integrating even the most shameful parts of ourselves, even the stories of our misdeeds, mistakes, and missteps. It is discovering who you are now. If we do that, we can let go of that disappointing email, let go of the missed quarterly goals, let go of the shame of having eaten a dozen Oreos in one sitting. Aliveness comes from integrating those experiences and then learning to forgive oneself. Whatever the story is that you are telling yourself is likely wrong. Whatever it is that is stopping you from moving forward is old, tired, and worn out. It is old programming designed to keep you safe. Embrace the unknown. Give yourself white space for deep thought. Achieve this new level of clarity and move into the you that you always knew was inside. So, I hope this has been of some help to you. And as always, best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again.